this is Tim Hunzey, partner of Parallel Music Publishing and board member of the Nashville Association of Independent Music Publishers. Thanks for listening to the Nashville Pubcast. This episode of Nashville Pubcast, we have Luke Laird, hit songwriter and partner with his wife Beth of Creative Nation. We chat about his journey from successful songwriter to successful song publisher. I moved to Nashville to be a songwriter. I uh, came down here in 1997, went to MTSU. I just want, you know, I wanted to be a songwriter. So I was writing songs while I was, you know, not in class, always just writing songs by myself. And then there's a, a writer here in town named Bill Luther, and he was from my hometown. I didn't know him growing up, but my family knew him and his family and stuff like that. So he, we actually went to a cookout at his house. Like when my parents were in town, he's like, oh, I know you write songs. He was super nice. He, and he said, play me something. So I played him something. And he said, play me something else. <laughs> and so he called um, like the next day and he's like, hey, I think you're really good. You know, I, I, I actually think you're good enough to get a draw somewhere. So for me being a songwriter, like for, hey. some, for someone who's established like that to say that, that really meant a lot. And I was super excited. And all these publishers were super great. No one offered me a deal, but they were all really nice. Um, and they kind of left the door open, like if I had new stuff. So fast forward, um, I graduate college, M- MTSU in 2001. Still didn't have any publishing deal offers, so I obviously had to have it get a job. I got a job working on the road for Brooks and Dunn. I'd go on the road for the weekends. When I'd come back in, I was doing open mic, writer's nights out at the Broken Spoke every Monday. Um, that was the place, man. It was, man. I used to play with, I mean, Joel Shoemake, Matt Ramsey, um, the Fleener Brothers, all those guys. Was um, Wallen still playing Chris there? Yeah, was there. He, was he and Tony there. Lane were there every Reese every Wilson Reese. posted up there. He wrote for us. He <laughs> lived there, basically. He always played twenty one and seventeen. I was like, that song is so good. It's a great song. But to it was say. it was such a good um I mean, just good to be around those amazing writers and really challenge me. Um so anyways, I get out of school in December of two thousand one and um Chris it was in the summer. Chris um Oglesby offered me a publishing deal. It was my first publishing deal offer and um, I was super excited. That deal finally got done in like November of that year. And so that's how I got my first deal, November of 2002. Then all of a sudden you got married and then you guys together decided to open Creative Nation and get into mm-hmm. the publishing. But I'm really intrigued. Like I'm always intrigued when a writer decides to make that leap. What, yeah. what, what inspired you to decide you wanted to do that? I mean, probably a few different things. First of all, I know you don't want me to say this, but to to be completely honest, um, I've seen lots of writers go off and start their own thing. You know, once they have some hits, get success, then you're like, well, I can do this, you know. Um, and some can, but but the majority of us writers aren't wired to, to, to run and operate a business and be creative at the same time. So I know that what I'm good at and what I'm not good at. And I think my time is best spent in the studio and writing songs. Um, however, I do have an interest in new songwriters and I'm a fan of music. So I'm always like listening to what's the next thing or um, I don't just listen to my own songs. I love hearing the, the what's the new fresh thing. So Beth and I were married um, 
we had always talked about. She'd been at BMI for five years, and I think we were just both at a place where we could. We just felt like let's if we're going to try it. We didn't have any kids yet. Let's let's try this now. <laughs> she is very smart. I mean, she learned more. She learned the music business faster in six months being a receptionist than I did in four and a half years going to college for it. So, I will I, testify. I call her for advice all the time. I, I yeah. mean, and, and it's she just has that gift. She really does. But she's also knows songs, and I'm not just saying that because she's my wife. Because if she didn't, it would be really hard, you know. <laughs> like, and, and she doesn't just love everything that I do. Um, that's why I pr- really don't usually play it for. Her. <laughs> I just like email the songs. Like, you don't want to hear. You know, if you're a writer, you don't want to hear too much. That sucks. But I've had enough constructive criticism. Um, <laughs> but but we really, I feel like, are a great team because I do feel like I have my finger on the pulse of like what's next um as far as like trends and like creatively and so it's kind of like that that perfect uh team and and what we do really complements one another so i mean i've enjoyed it just you know working with new artists and new writers right Um, so you kind of see the it's a great balance for you having a partner with beth that can do the business and then but you are involved in the sense that you help on the creative side and, and oh, add absolutely, to that. and and I and you know any writer that we sign, I definitely do the meeting and everything because, I mean, you know, like being a small company, it's you have to be very picky. I mean, there's some great writers that just wouldn't work well at our company, and you know that could probably make a lot of money for the company, but we're I mean literally just in a small space, so you have to think of the different personalities between writers and. Um, and, and the employees and all those things kind of come into play, and so that's been yeah. that's been a learning curve, but it's but it's been fun too um, because you learn a lot about yourself as well. questions to ask people I've always learned something like what is it that tends to like make you go I need to I need that writer I, mm-hmm. I need to, to work with that everybody usually has a unique answer to that you know for me honestly every single songwriter that we've signed they have songs that I I mean I just keep it super simple it's they have songs that I wished I had written oh, that's and, great, and, yeah. and 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 like it's always like man I never thought of something that way so for for me, it's just I just dumb it down to like I, I wish I could write those kind of songs, and and then of course you have to go in further into you know how many songs are they write you know is, yeah. do they just have one song or <laughs> can you tell that they're like was there five writers on after? it was it really them exactly yeah. so that that's kind of like a you know I use that as a gauge. Um, do you write with them before you sign them sometimes or do you usually... ideally yes. Because honestly, that's another benefit of being a writer. Like, if I get in the room with someone, um, I can tell pretty quick, you know, if this is going to work. Even if they're not, because honestly, some of the writers we have, I don't even, we don't, I don't write a lot with, you know, they may have their own thing going or, you know, you just, 
everybody has you know their own schedule, but I can tell pretty quickly what somebody's bringing to the table. One of my favorite uh, I learned from Jeff. He always said, "I just think they have something to say." Particularly artist writers. He just uh, one of that was one of the things that yeah. always stuck with me. As we were uh, asking, like, why? What made you want to sign? It was Amy Daly back in the mm-hmm. day. Because I just know she's got something to say, and I want to be a part of it. And for me, also, I'm That's more cool. like you. I, I remember it was Bobby Penson. He had a song. Uh, mm. uh, it was about a young man and an old man sitting at a bar, and he's talking about leaving. And, and I, all I remember was the old man's response, well, you ought to try going back. That was the hook. And I'm oh. thinking, holy crap, that's brilliant at the time. I still have that cassette at my house, actually, oh, that's still awesome. to this day. But Bobby's one of the most brilliant lyric guys. There was other things, For but there was that is. one song I went, that right there yep. makes me want to sign that guy. And and, and sometimes, like as a as a brand new writer, you can tell it's just in a in the way they turn a couple lines. They may not even have it all together yet, but you can just tell, wow, their brain is not. They're on a little different plane yeah. here than just, you know, putting a song together. Does that excite you when you when you start working with these young guys? Maybe, like you said, it's not necessarily writing, but they're in the company. You hear something that's side. Does that just kind of inspire you as oh, well as a writer? Absolutely. And so I, that's why I love having. New writer. I mean, I, I also, some of my favorite writers that have been doing this for a long time, I've seen what they've done, and it's not just right with your same people. It's they're always trying, like a Craig Wiseman. I mean, he's always writing with the new, like, yeah. we're, you know, I'm not delusional to think that I'm always going to have my finger on the pulse of what's the freshest thing is. I mean, I just turned 40 years old. I'm fully aware. So I want you know, I want to be part of, I want to be part of that thinking like, what is like someone who's 25, who was 21, who was out at the bar last night? Like I can't necessarily relate. I mean, I can, but it's getting further and further yeah, away. Yeah. So you're just trying to, you know, keep, keep in there. I know at Creative Nation, uh, you guys definitely uh, have your staff of writers, but you've mm-hmm. definitely started investing heavily into the artists as well. Is yeah. that, that, was that? I'm sure you thought that out, but uh, is that something you would continue to want to do? And, and uh, it's definitely a lot of work. It uh, is. Yes, as long... I mean, we're not just trying to sign a bunch of artists. It's We have to be passionate about it, because, I mean, we know what the, the odds are. And, uh, you know, which now... Saying that, I'm like, why do we do this again? But, <laughs> yeah. but, I ask myself um, that on the daily. But but we do, you know, we we just have to with the artist thing for sure. I mean, and writers, but the artist, you have to be passionate because, especially with a new artist, it's it's a uh, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of time and energy. So, um, you know, when we sign an artist, we really, you know, Beth and I have to be fully in. Like we really believe in this, and then we also want our team to. I mean, we're not going to make them believe in something but we want to know that you know they're on board as well so so i know right now you have cassie ashton and you have steve mokler craig is there another mm-hmm. artist over there that i'm forgetting yeah um we have muscadine bloodline oh, who's right. a duo i knew there was somebody and else. then a new guy named alec bailey oh that kid is super talented yeah you guys have some talent over there we do i'm just trying to hang and all on very different i will add that. well that's, that's a, the thing that, group they are all over the board but they're all unique individuals it's a lot of fun (laughs) 
Growing pains are tough, and I know that you guys you guys have had have had some great success. And do you look to the future and go, "Here's what we need to do for growth," or do you just mostly focus on the day to day of like just writing those hits to help? Well, you know, honestly, we we have a great business manager, so we'll do a meeting with with her every you know quarter. You can um, give her a shout out for some Kella, of it. Kella yeah. Stevenson. She's <laughs> she's, yeah. she's, ama- she's amazing. Yeah. But Beth Beth is definitely a, a visionary and sees big picture. Um I'm more kind of like a I'm that way as well, but more like I'm more like baby steps or day to day. Yeah. Um so it, it it's it's different. Like we know you know, if you get too far ahead of yourself, I mean this business changes so fast. I mean, definitely when we started we weren't thinking we're going to sign a bunch of artists. Right. But it just wasn't – we just thought, we'll sign songwriters. We we love songwriters, and um, it's just kind of turned into that. So and, – and we also don't, I think, have these aspirations to be this big company. Um, at this point, like, we just love getting to do what we're doing, and, you know, we just want to be a high-quality company, you know, with quality products, so quality songwriters, qu- quality songs first and foremost – and artists as well. And so we're just kind of, as far as the growth goes, we kind of take it day by day. And yes, it may end up being a lot bigger, or we may end up being smaller than we are right now, and that's okay. We don't have, I don't know, I don't think we're trying to be, you know, big machine or something like that, which there's right. nothing wrong with that. But oh, yeah. like, we, we we also know with growth comes more responsibility. Yeah. So. It's always that's always a balancing. And act. you have a family, and you've got uh, these two absolutely. great boys that are the funniest on Instagram. Your uh, kids have more personality, and we do value our <laughs> our personal lives and our family. Yeah. You know, there's a sacrifice, First and foremost, right? Absolutely. And uh, I, I'm with you. As older I've gotten, uh, I, at 50, I realize some of the sacrifice I made as a guy that's owned the business, mm-hmm. and and you sacrifice time. And even when you're at home and your brain's like on your business uh, and all that, it can, it, you know, it's a game to learn. So on that it's as so a creative true. as well, is it hard? Like now that you approach a day, like I'm sure, like you mentioned, you just started writing and it was, you wrote songs and you wanted to write songs. Do you look at things differently as a business owner on like opportunities that you need to do or take a, 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 a as far as writing? Like, mm-hmm. well, I obviously need to probably write more with little big town or do you try like well i still want to do this with these young writers but i know mm-hmm. if i have the option i probably should write with artist a or or mm-hmm. whatnot do you, does that current or do you just still go with your gut in general um i you know i i do think about it um one of the great things about being where i at i am in my career um i actually feel okay about saying no to things um and I'm also aware I could miss out on stuff as well, but I don't have that fear of missing out thing as much, I feel yeah. like, as some people. Um, I know kind of what artists I can probably work well with, and then others that may be great artists, I just know that it's probably not my thing, so maybe I should just spend more time on you know, this, this thing over here. Um, and I also know, you know, speaking of sacrifices and that, you know, nowadays a lot of writers go out on the road with artists and that's a lot of times how you get cuts i've kind of um consciously chosen to not do that a lot just because um you know first of all i can afford to because now that i do get opportunities with artists in town i don't you know as a new writer you kind of just have to do what you can do Amen. and and i and i and i admire that because i did that as well but 
I've really, I kind of pick and choose when I go out on the road. It's just, you know, when you have kids, like you just, when I'm out there, I feel like, man, I'm really missing out. Um, but I do definitely weigh the working with established artists as well as new artists. Um, I don't write with every single new artist just because you just can't. There's a zillion of them. And they I just never have to stop either, by the way. Well, it just keeps coming. I know. So then that, that's when it, that's when it comes into play with kind of like your instinct. Well, I'm kind of like betting on like I like what this person does and, and I've nailed it before and I've missed it a lot of times as well. So, Well, my rule with any writer, successful or up and coming writer that I'm working with when I put them in, particularly speaking directly with artists and, and sometimes with co-writers as well, mm-hmm. obviously, but with artists, I'm like, if you love it. Put your time in. Yeah. You know, it's worth it. Even if nothing ends up happening, but if you enjoyed it, it's better to do that Absolutely. than be getting in with something, even though you, it may be more of a guarantee, even though there's no guarantees in our business. No. Because you can, you can, life's too short, man. I mean, it really is. Like, I, you know, a couple of years ago when John Party, he put his first album out, and I was like, I heard it. I was, I'd never got to write with him and I was such a huge fan of like his sound and what he did and everything and that's one artist I really seeked out I'm like I told Beth if there's any way you can get me in there with him like I just like what he does and I know I can get into that zone like it comes pretty natural to me so that for me was like a good example of something that you know paid off you know I put the time in and you know we you know, wrote a hit and we're writing a lot now. And I really enjoy it, you know, working with an artist who I'm like a fan of their music. You know, I'm a legitimate fan. If I didn't had zero cuts on there, I'm just, I wear that record out, you know. I know you're like me, a faithful man that, you know, the, to be able to give back and, 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 and it's a mentorship of what we do. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, you apprentice oh, with these guys. And you mentioned meeting with, I bet you still have relationships with most of the publishers you met with that are still in the business. Oh, I yeah. Think most of are and no and that's uh, just a cool thing yeah i do and and you know nash especially being in nashville that's what's just so cool about being in this town i mean the the publishing community the you know songwriting community it's it's really tight just the nashville music business in general um but yeah i mean I, i've had the opportunity to work with hall of fame songwriters i mean i that i can just have their numbers on my phone and i can go to coffee with them and then like brand new superstars it's the, the most surreal hey, thing Dogg, ever. don't forget snoop Dogg. Yeah, you snoop, got the hang yeah. of snoop that time i don't have his number but <laughs> he's probably had a couple different phones by then anyways. yeah sure that that would always got me i was a little jealous about the, the snoop Dogg <laughs> thing for sure because i also like the hip-hop as well oh man Thanks for listening to the Nashville AIMP Pubcast. For more information, check out AIMP.org or follow us at Nashville AIMP on Instagram. The Nashville AIMP would like to give a shout out to our sponsors, Jamber and Sound Exchange. Jamber wants to know if you're looking for an easier way to capture song splits at the point of creation and organizing your catalog. Jamber is our podcast sponsor, and they are offering listeners a first look at their songwriter and publisher apps that allow songwriters to collaborate when inspiration strikes. Go to jamber.com forward slash AIMP to sign up today. SoundExchange develops business solutions for the entire music industry. They collect and distribute royalties on behalf of more than 155,000 recording artists, master right owners, and music publishers. SoundExchange have paid out more than $5 billion in royalties. SXWorks serves the licensing and administration needs of music publishers around the world and operates CMRRA, 
which represents music publishers and administers mechanical rights for the majority of songs recorded, sold, and broadcast in Canada. We appreciate you listening to the Nashville Pubcast. Stay tuned for our all-new episode next week.